Cheers. Damn you, old man. Wait, wait. Old ass man. Shut up, old man. You smell like fart. No. Fuck your old. Damn it, Wade. And welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stuff and the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. And I'm sitting here with the pinnacle of political perfection, the superior, two sorts of supreme, Super Gabi. What up, everybody? Um, and right, and um, to his left, across upon the Lord of Black Varia, B L A Q U E Varia, J. Jonah Diddy. Since this isn't CCBN, I don't have to. Through the whole spiel, because I got nothing. So, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. So, I want to talk about something. This is a uh, something that's been a point of contention. that was a no. I'm guessing, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. that was a no. I'm, I'm just okay, on. just checking. So, this is uh, uh, we're going to talk about something that's been a point of contention. I think I've used the right phrase here, Dave. Uh, Dave Chappelle's the closer. It is the last of his specials. It, it is supposed to be the swan song. That comes with the amount of Netflix specials that he's done. He has completed his contractual obligation that came after the the his Netflix stand-up shows, which have been phenomenal up until which have been phenomenal uh, according to people who love him. And I have opinions on some of them. I have opinions on others, but we'll get into that. So the last special is called The Closer. And recently he has come under fire for his latest special, as I said, The Closer, about them being completely transphobic. There have been uh, multiple, according to articles, there have been multiple transgender people who have walked out and said they won't work for Netflix because of the things he has said. There are the people in the LGBTQ plus community who have been like, you know what, I don't like the things you've said, and so on and so forth. And we have two people here who, and it's funny because I didn't know that there were more than a couple of people who have who have had. Uh, let me rephrase that. I knew personally that Jay Jonah Diddy had opinions on that. Me and him have had discussions on that. Me and Super Oak have not had conversations about that in general, about the Dave Chappelle stand-up. But we were just recording CCBN, and we had thoughts about everything that was going on. So, we, you know, it was a brief conversation. I said, hey, if you guys got time, let's have a conversation about it. And I want to give the floor, my immediate reaction is to give the floor to Jay Jonah Diddy. Just specifically because he is a very he's a person who is never going to shy himself shy about giving an opinion on how he feels about things. Specifically because unlike some people who are on the internet, which is something we'll get we'll get to um, as a, as this episode goes on, J. Jones Diddy can give his opinion on something without sounding like an asshole. He understands people's feelings and so on and so forth. The thing, but super woke, for lack of a better term. Everyone talks about how Diddy doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. Super woke really doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> and it's, it, to me, it personally cracks me the fuck up. So I'm going to go with super woke hobby, and I actually stopped him when we were talking about this earlier because I knew that he had feelings on 
uh, the Dave Chappelle stand-up. So, Super Bowl, floor is yours. Yo, I am so sick and tired of people having an opinion on things that they know nothing about, have no... They have no uh, uh, stake in these issues, right? Like, like I get... I wish people would just calm the fuck down. I feel like much of the controversy around Dave Chappelle is, is centered around the fact that everybody wants to be the first person to have an opinion on something. Everybody wants to have this, 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 this groundbreaking... Uh, a poignant, important thought about whatever the hell is going on in the world right now. And honestly, it's really not that big of... I, it's really not that important. I think that's what Dave Chappelle's uh, whole thing is. It's like, yo, shut the fuck up. This is comedy, right? Um, I'd say worse things about other groups of people and nobody gave a shit about it, right? Like, I think the fact that... Mo- the, the, and the fact that you can look at this conversation, and again, this is a non-science. This is not really a scientific poll at all, right? But it's interesting that the people, most of the people that I see with a problem with Dave Chappelle, tend to be white, tend to be liberal, right? Then tend to not be trans, and many of the people that I see that don't have an, a problem with it tend to be black, tend to be people of color. I'm not coming, I don't know why that's the reason, but it's an interesting conversation to have. There's a lot of interesting conversations to have around Dave Chappelle. Why is it that Dave Chappelle can come up with a skit about a blind black white supremacist talking about how black people stink, right? Why is it that Dave Chappelle can say whatever he wants about about Karens and white women and all this other stuff, right? And nobody bats an eye, but when he makes a joke about Caitlyn Jenner, who honestly, like, okay, this, this is grounds for cancellation, right? But Caitlyn Jenner, for most of her life, was a white dude. A rich white dude. With all the privilege in the world. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think about this, I think about, this about, about white gay men, white, le- white lesbians, and uh, white trans people, right? Like, the reason why they've made such progress... I think a main reason... The, one of the main reasons why they've made such progress... And again, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot that go. There's a lot of... Of, of negativity that goes around um, trans people, right? Like the way people talk about them, the fact that they they are honestly in a lot of positions, in a, a lot of situations in this world, right? But I think for the most part, when we talk about trans people that are on, that that are living a life where they're not safe, where their bodies are in danger, we're talking about trans women of color, right? Yes. I think that's a totally different conversation. But I think the fact that trans people have made the progress they've made so quickly has a lot to do with the white privilege, right? That a lot of white trans people do have in the fact that for the most, a lot of, not for the most part, but a lot of them have lived a life as a white man or a white woman before they transition. And I think that carries with it privilege that other groups don't have. Um, and I'm not trying more, to, I, I just want to cut you off real quick. Um, yes. Specifically because it's something that Dave Chappelle has actually said was that one of the reasons why the LGBTQ movement has been as powerful as it was is because the LGBTQ has white white people in it. Yeah, 
and we're not even allowed to have that conversation, which pisses me off. And I'm not, and I'm not, I, you know me, I'm not about the, 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 the struggle Olympics, right? I'm not about, oh, black people had it worse, so shut the hell up. No, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of interesting conversations that we can have. talking about how the struggle Olympics is a waste of fucking time. It's a waste of time, bro, but it's like, yo, people are so, so in their butts about this that we can't even have the conversation. Like, you say, you say one thing about it, and people are going to crucify you on either part of the, either part of the discussion. There's definitely people on the other side of the discussion that I can't stand as well. But, yo, like, it's just poison. We can't even talk about it, man. Dave Chappelle's a genius, bro. And people are missing his point because they're so gun-ho and trying to make their own point. So, I don't know. That's my issue. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, they're, they're actually... Oh, um, I was going to say Diddy. They, they've uh, the they've made... No, they, they've made, like, uh, <laughs> they've completed an interesting hat trick. They somehow both missed the point. And made his point at the same time. Yo, facts. Uh, because looking at some of the... Okay, so let, let me back up a little bit. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell someone whether they can and cannot be offended by something. That's, I'm not going to do that. I don't have the power to do that. You're your own person. You can feel how you, however you want to feel about anything. That's perfectly fine. Um, but that doesn't yeah, mean that I... I, I want to point something out. Something that what's you, that? I want to I compliment you for doing something, actually both of you, for doing something that a lot of people don't do. And it's letting, uh, acknowledging the fact that telling someone how, they're, how they feel isn't something that anybody here is doing. But mm-hmm. I think that that's a problem that a lot of people miss. Is that, no, like, everybody, let me just point that us out here. No one on this podcast is telling someone how they feel. Telling someone how to feel. Me and Numanessa have had this conversation a, a million times about how, like, even with the COVID vaccine stuff, like, while we have our own opinions on things, no one here is going to tell someone how they should or should not feel because we are not in their skin or things like that. So I just want to make sure that I want to make, I want to make sure that I point that out, that you both have pointed out something articulately that some have missed the point. Yeah. I think a lot of people, yeah. and, and regardless of how they think, and I'm, I'm not again, I'm not talking about the people that are are going against Dave Chappelle, but I'm also talking about the people that are supporting him. Like I posted something about this a couple of days ago, and the first response was somebody who who I think they thought they agreed with me, but the first thing they started talking about was like, well, black people had it worse than trans people, so blah blah. blah. Like, no, that's not my fucking point. My point is that yo, it's an interesting conversation to have. And the fact that we're not allowed to even have the conversation, that's my issue. Well, it has nothing are, to do with who had it worse or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, Well, you are a different kind of animal. Like, um, let me rephrase it. You're a different kind of person. Um, I think the both of you are. Is like you, got, you are both in a position where you want to have the conversation. You both want to be able to. Like, I I'll honestly know. I know the both of you. You're both more than okay with being wrong. Yeah. And I think that that's a part that people are forgetting that if you have a conversation with somebody, the idea of let's agree to disagree is perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's a point of point of contention. Is that am I using the right idiot? But like it's just like people don't understand. Like yeah, we don't have to agree on something, but we can also like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like it's like having differences differences of opinion, especially when it comes to things like that. But someone saying to you, you can't have a conversation is mm-hmm. different. Like if if someone was if a if a white person was walking around saying nigger, 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 and I'd be like, yo, 
cut it the fuck out. What you're saying is completely offensive. And they said, well, I don't feel like it is. You can feel that way. But, you know, I think you're a piece of shit for even saying it. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Do you have the right to say it? Absolutely you have the right to say it. But freedom of speech doesn't necessarily mean the freedom of consequence. I agree, and I think that, I, but it's it's hard for me because I think people use that. They they when they when they when they argue against Dave Chappelle, I think a lot of times they go like, "Well, what if what if you saw a white comedian again saying the n word or whatever it may be?" But that's I don't a, think that's um, I don't think that's a conversation. That's something I brought up actually. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's the same because I don't think I think that a comedian. In that, in, in on that platform, regardless of their color, can get away with saying the N word. Um, let's use um, it, the thing. It, the thing it has to be done intelligently, and it has to be fun. Well, I don't think that. I think the two can be ex- uh, mutually exclusive, and I can use two comedians as an example. I can use Ralphie May, um, Odin Rest His Soul, and I can use Louis C.K., who was obviously mm-hmm. underage bunch of con- controversy, and Diddy, I'd like your opinion on this as soon as I finish with what's going on, is Louis C.K. has stand-up, stand-ups where he has brought up saying nigger, and he's actually said it in a stand-up. Now, I think it was done intelligently. Was I uncomfortable with it? Absolutely. Now, let's take Ralphie May, for example. Ralphie May is a comedian who makes fun of fucking everybody. And my thing about it is, if you're going to make fun of fucking one group, make fun of fucking everybody. But his particular style of comedy, sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's not particularly for me, so I tune out. And I just kind of just move about my way. And I think, and I personally feel that if you feel a certain way about comedy or a certain entertainment, just fucking leave it alone. Giddy, mm-hmm. uh, I know you have a strong sense on whether or not white people should use the N-word in general, so how do you feel about that commentary in general well as far as that particular thing is concerned i i, I don't think a, a white person has the right to say the n-word regardless of what the circumstances are I, I understand where super woke is coming from and i understand his logic i just don't particularly agree with it and one of the things that well, I, fuck it, okay. of, <laughs> I don't want problems <laughs> I, 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 I want <laughs> violence <laughs> always no, you have chosen uh, wrong <laughs> but in in my mind, you can't equate the, you can't equate the two because the word nigger was used to to beat down an entire people for five hundred years. I I guess the I don't know what the equivalent word for that would be for um you know trans people. What what would it be? Um, I I honestly can't say that I know a word that has the well, I will say this, um, and I'm going to say it. Uh, nigger is a word that I hate. I hate even saying it. Like to be honest, even with the hard R, it feels fucking weird just even saying it. But just the idea of it in general it has been. There's been a lot of power that was given to it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of my point. I don't know what the equivalent is for that for the trans community. But I don't know that there is a word that is, and the reason the reason why I'm trying to make the distinction is because you can't. I don't think you can equate 
a, a white person saying the word nigga to making jokes about trans people. Well, I think the key thing here... Or even making jokes about black people. Like, I get the yeah, word, like, the word... Like, yeah, it, but I think... I, the, like, I, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say that, like, I think the difference here is, like, we're talking about jokes as opposed to an actual, like, slur. Now, mm-hmm. one of the reasons I brought this up particularly is because I was having a conversation with a someone I work with, and we were discussing the Dave Chappelle stand-up, but she was telling me that, yo, you need to go back and watch it. <coughs> she was saying to me that, like, to her, she goes, I didn't find it offensive. And she and, and she brought up a really good point. She goes, I am not in the, in the LGBTQ community, so I can't tell anyone how to feel, which I completely understood. But she brought up a really good point that I didn't think about until she said it. He said worse. The one in particular was with the green jumpsuit where he was just dropping the F-bomb without impute, with, with like diplomatic immunity. And it got so bad that I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was just like, well, and so she was like, where was the outrage when that happened? I said, well, it was there. She goes, but not like this. <laughs> and I personally don't know if the outrage was the same because that's not my community. That's not where I stand at, so I can't say yeah or nay. But a good point was brought up. And I kind of lend to the idea of if someone, again, and just for everyone listening, I am not the gatekeeper of fucking anything. If you are offended by something, you have the right to feel feel offended by that. Like I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what anyone's going through. I don't know how someone should feel about that because who the fuck who the fuck am I? Like, you know what I mean? But I, as a straight black male who does his best to try to understand things, thinks that like the F-bomb, when I hear it, it would sound to me like someone saying, like a white person saying nigga. Um, I don't remember, but again, like that's just how I feel about it. Uh, Diddy, what are your thoughts on, well, what I just said actually. Well, I mean, I, I should probably go back to the, the first time you asked me what my thoughts were back on oh, the overall Chappelle special, because I, I still haven't been able to actually answer that question. We're, we're on three. What are your thoughts are at this point? <laughs> and I haven't, I haven't actually been able to answer any of those. So, so what? Let, let's, 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 let's go back to the, the beginning for, for a sec. I think Superwolf articulated uh a lot of really, really good points in his overarching thinking about the sh- the special itself. Um, for me, one of my major issues with the outrage is that I could tell by like reading through the comments and stuff and some of the things that people were saying. And again, this was proving one of the points he made in the special. These are people who didn't actually see the special. They don't actually know what was said. They just know that people are upset about it, so they're just jumping on the bandwagon to also be upset about it. Um, he said it was going to happen, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, a lot of the outrage is over him. You know, he, he's made transphobic comments. Okay, so it's one thing for you to sit back and watch something and think somebody's being transphobic, but if at the thirty-minute mark they explain to you exactly the the specific reason why they why they just said everything they said and articulated beautifully, I think. Um, it, I think that the last thirty minutes of the closer really encapsulated. Chappelle's genius. Um, he's trying to use his jokes to subvert 
with, with what's happening and to get people to understand that something is wrong here because something is wrong here. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, he's jealous of the progress that, uh, you know, the, that the, the alphabet mafia, as he sometimes calls them, has made and how quickly uh, uh, they've made it. I say that it's also a point that he's made in another, in, um, one of, in a couple of his previous standpoints about how he was jealous that, like, they've made progress that he wishes that black people could have made. Um, in the same, like, that he's made. I, so I just want to point that out, that, like, it, it's something, and this is one of the issues that I had with the stand-up. It had nothing to do with him in general. It was, like, it, to me, it was rehashed jokes. But it was part of the, it was part of the, I don't want to say beauty, because I don't think it was beautiful, but I, I think it was part of the point he was making where it was, like, you're missing the point of what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. At, at, at the at the end of the day, there are some distinct differences between the progress that 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 group has been able to make and the progress that black people have been able to make. And the only real difference between the the people who are struggling is, is the color of the skin. Yeah. And if you can't see that that's an issue, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You're choosing not to see it because it is. Well, like I would love to see the statistics and they talk about suicide rates among trans people, which is a real thing. Again, not taking like. It's it's horrible how they're treated, but I would love to see that those numbers um, disaggregated by race. And I guarantee you, it's going to be a stark difference between trans people of color and white trans people. Well, the fun thing, right? Like, is, is like that's not a conversation that that as um, both of you have pointed out that people want to have because it, mm-hmm. it, is, it is startling how many black women, black trans women of color have been killed and murdered because of it. But it's... I don't think... Go ahead, Harvey. I I keep cutting you off. No, 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 no. It's fine. And I think... Because I think you're making... I I think you're making a great point. I I think... I was was thinking a lot about this. And I'm like, yo... Okay. Uh, Me, like, my personal opinion about gender and sexuality, like, I think gender is bullshit, period. Like, I don't... I don't prescribe to the, the the dichotomy of male and female, period. Right? Like, I'm I'm just because we need labels. I'm a cis male who's sexually attracted to women, but I it's all made up. It's for me, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So that's where I'm coming at. Like, I have no issues at all with trans people. Like, I I, I love the fact. I think trans people are some of the most honest people on this planet because regardless of what they have to go through to be true to themselves. They're, they're doing it. They're being completely honest about who they are. Let me that's say that. That's just gangster when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, what, facts. I said that's just gangster when you think about it. Yeah, I love it. Which is I, funny, I love another it. point that Dave Chappelle brought up in his first original stand-up about how yeah. like it's a gangster thing to be, to just be yourself and completely yeah. be like, and he was, he he joked about it, but I think there's a lot of, and again, to quote the, to quote the, um, to quote something, a lot of truth is said in jest. And when we talk mm-hmm. about something like that, Dave Chappelle mentioned about how, like, it's brave to be something like that and be who you are. Yeah. Like, like not everyone has the. There's a reason why National Come Out Day is a thing because it's yeah. not something that people can do. Like, I had a, I have a friend who came out to their parent, and like, it's caused like a giant issue between them. But to her, it was like, yo, yeah. this is who I am. 
this is who I love. And yeah. like, imagine like going your entire life with just not being who you are. But I think that's the point that people are missing with everything else. Yeah, and that and that is a struggle, and it, it sounds and, and it seems kind of a, a bit horrific. But at the same time, being a transgender person is, in my opinion, isn't a choice, right? Like you can't control those feelings that you have about right. who you are and how you are and, and and who you want to identify as. But again, I'm going to go. Race is such a Race and gender is such a pivotal part of how the society is built, so it matters, right? Like, if I was, for instance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Caitlyn Jenner a little bit, right? If, if Caitlyn Jenner lived in a society where being trans, like, you definitely would go to jail and get, like, the death penalty, like, certain, like, certain places in this world that can happen, right? Caitlyn Jenner can live a public life as Bruce Jenner, Right? Yep. Walk around mm-hmm. with no fear of harm. It's gonna suck because Bruce Jenner can't live her truth as Caitlyn Jenner, but he can. Bruce Jenner can disguise himself as Bruce Jenner instead of herself as Caitlyn Jenner. But a black person, transgender or not, or a person of color, somebody with the, with something that's that's that that's something that can't be hidden, can't live that life. But you can't choose to come out as a black person. You can't choose to come out your house as a white person, well, right? Like that, 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 that does not go away. You know what I mean? And so I think that again, these are conversations I think that are important, but we can't have it because as soon as you bring it up for some people, they're just going to be like, "Oh, you're transphobic. Oh, you know, you're you're insensitive." Like I'm not, and we don't even have the discussion with each other, yo. We dehumanize each other, like yo. You are automatically a bad person that doesn't have the right to even have this conversation because of the way you, because the way you're thinking, without anybody going into the context or why you, or why you're even thinking that way, right? Like it, it, that's the problem. A lot of these people on social media are going like, "Why can't we all get along? Why can't we? Why can't the world be better? Why? Why is it that we all fight each other? We all fight each other because we don't fucking talk to each other. We cancel each other off the rip." And it's um, bullshit. It's it's pissing me off at this point, bro. Like it's it's, I'm done. I'm yo. I'm moving to the woods. F it. Um, just to, to hit your point home, like I Sorry. I hopped on Facebook real quick just to kind of like I hopped off for a while because I I was done. I'm like I can't. I'm tired of. I, I honestly got tired of it. I was like I'm tired of the way people are thinking. I'm tired of the way people was like. And me and Diddy had this conversation in like about like you know the idea of not letting people get to you because as Dave Chappelle said, the internet is not a real place. Mm-hmm. And now what's funny but now here's the funny part about it. Um in an issue of CCBN that I did with uh, Brandon Carr, we discussed about how it's kinda awesome to the people that you will connect with on social media. Like, you know what I mean, um Charmaine, Mahongo Stephanie, like we've had I've developed a lot of relationships via social media real, like, real-life, actual, like, friendships. And that part of the internet is a real place. But Twitter isn't real. Twitter is not a real place. If this... And let's take... Let's take this to the... wrestling... Internet wrestling community. J. Jonah Diddy has had multiple... Multiple places, multiple times where people have said the most outlandish shit to him about things. 
in his opinions on wrestling. Opinion and comments that they damn sure would not say in person. Am I wrong? No, not at all. So, and to bring this back to your point, Super Woke, it's just like we're not allowed to have these conversations because if I'm being completely honest about it, I will be I will say that I am jealous that we as black people can't really have the same kind of togetherness that the LGBTQ community has. I am jealous of it. But I'm also in a position where and I want and I think that Diddy feels the same way where we both understand the idea of struggle and being happy for someone else who does have that togetherness. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we may not be able to understand it completely because we're not engulfed in that community. But we, when we watch togetherness, we're both happy. Like, yo, good for you. I'm actually happy you're doing this. But considering slavery and things of that nature and, and Jim Crow wasn't even 50 years ago, there is going to be a certain amount of jealousy where we're just kind of like, hey... I wish we had what you had. Did I say anything that misrepresents anything that anyone said here? No, I don't think so. And I think that's part of the problem is, is like, I don't, but the funny thing about it was, is I really do feel that if people would really have an honest conversation with that, and I honestly believe that um, shenanigans would kind of feel the same way because she understands what it's like to be in a situation where you're being both um, black or a person of color and gay or, mm-hmm. or in the LGBTQ community. But I think that we lose, we as the people lose conversations, but we can't really talk about the stuff that's going on because it's like no one wants to have a conversation. Everyone else just wants to like listen. Like no one wants to be like, hey, um, I feel hurt by this because of XYZ ABC. I have these random conversations with LL with um with Diddy randomly where I'll pull a a rusty venture, Diddy, am I a bad person? And he'll jokingly go, eh. but like when I'm like really in like my mode, I'm like, yo, am I doing something wrong here? He'll be honest. And he'll go, nah, you're fucked up for this. Straight up and down. I've had those conversations with Superwolf where it's a lighter touch, but it's honesty. And one of the reasons why me and my wife get along so well, and think, I don't know if um, Diddy recorded the conversation we had earlier, but it was a genuine conversation about my drinking. It, it's a concern of something like that, and it was, a, it was probably one of the rawest conversations that we've had because it's a conversation that has to be had because it's honest. And if you can't have an honest conversation with people, nothing gets accomplished at all. If I can't say it's Diddy's my best friend. He's my brother. I love him to death. If we can't <laughs> if we can't go to Hawaii and be like, yo, we're gonna do XYZ and ABC, then it just doesn't work like that. Like, you know, and that's on a joking scale. If my cutting, my depression, my suicidal thoughts got so bad that I can't talk to Diddy at a at a certain level and be completely raw and honest about it, there's no friendship there. If I can't, me and Super Bowl have had side conversations and 
Super Bowl has said to me, if this podcast interrupts our brotherhood, fuck the podcast. Straight up and down. That's how relationships are supposed to work. I've given everyone listening, I've given three different conversations on three different levels. People listening, have conversations. And that's not me telling you having a conversation so uncomfortable where they're calling you out of your name. Ladies, if you're having a conversation with a man and he's calling you a bitch, he's calling you a cunt, he's calling you out of your name, that's not a conversation you need to have. But if he's talking to you and he's like, I don't know what it's like to be a woman, explain to me and talk to me what's going on. They should be able, you should be able to be in a safe space with this person and tell them how they feel. Fellas, when a woman's talking to you and they're telling you things that are going on, listen, you may learn something. It's really that simple. And is everybody else listening? If someone from the LGBTQ community is saying to you, hey, here are my thoughts. Listen. Now, people in the LGBTQ community, if someone is coming at you respectively, listen. Because honest to Odin, we're not going to get anywhere in particular if we're not listening to each other. Otherwise, we're just going to repeat the same cycle of the same bullshit that we have been going through since fucking humans could, could, could talk to each other. Nothing's going to get done if we don't listen to each other. And I think that's the common theme here. It's like, no one's really listening. No one's really actually thinking to themselves, like, my wife says it best. The hardest thing in this world to be is a dark-skinned black woman. Now, imagine being a dark-skinned black woman who's big and isn't going to take any bullshit from anybody. Makes it like... And trans. And trans. Oh, my God. And trans on top of all that. Now, here's the funny thing about this is, we were supposed to only record on 15 minutes. We're now on minute 33. I'm wondering how many people have actually got this far to actually listen to this, to actually even get to the point where they're actually understanding the stuff we're talking about. And honestly, if you didn't get this far and you're upset with me, fuck you. Because you're not listening. And that's really what it comes down to. Because these, these are three black men who have honestly just to- talked about our feeling. And something that, if we're being honest, black men are not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. If you cry, you're a bitch. If you have emotions, you're a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? If you cry... Like Drake, you're a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> are, we not, are we not doing that? So, okay. you, know what, you know what's funny about that is? Drake's only half black, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? Diddy brought up a point. I, showed, I sent him a picture of Kanye with his hair. And Diddy brought up a point, jokingly, but serious, about he may have just been pulling out his hair. And I'm like, fuck. That is a definite um, symptom of mental health when you just pick your hair up. That's a thing that's done. I'm doing it with my beard. It's these are things that people like, you know, don't consider when they're on the internet. Now, I will make these jokes amongst friends, but you know what I won't do is I will not just, and I, it's like, and if you go back to my tweets and my Facebook, yes, I've said some nasty shit that, that I don't represent anymore. And I'm not going. Go, I'm not going to go back and delete them because it shows the evolution of the person that I've become, mm-hmm. straight up and down. So I just want to make sure that I I want to end the podcast by saying this before we get into our socials and all that. To quote Bill and Ted, "Be excellent to each other, man." 
It really just comes down to that. Just fucking listen to each other. Numinous, where can they find you? Above Average LLP on Twitter. Uh, Superwolf, where can they find you? In the galaxy. <laughs> far, far away. That's it, I don't know. Um, you can find me on uh, Let's Shit Record on Twitter. You can find me on the Old Man Wade Facebook page. You can find um, some stuff on oldmanwade.com. I mean, everywhere, man. Like I said before, we're like, I can say this because I'm half Asian. We a bunch of Haitian immigrants out here, man. We stay working. We got we got multiple streams of not income, but you know, whatever. You know what's funny is everyone thinks that I'm the one who fucks shit up, and it's, and it's never me. I'm never the one who's like who's just doing random things and, and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yeah, as you're talking. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Yo, I had that queued up waiting for the best moment. Yo, thank you, everybody, <laughs> right for listening. Um, this, is, this isn't the um, Culture Comic Book News podcast where you can also find us. But seriously, man, buy the culture for the culture. We ain't crafting it by all, y'all. Peace.